0: Recorded live in Balcata, Western Australia, the Hoon Capital of the World. This is Talking Power. Gap is what happens uh, when you hold to the floor and crush the man next to you. There's space in between your back bumper and your front bumper. We, uh, in the south, we refer to it as the Gap Band. Well, I think, you know, from the one is for grown-ups.
1: power your motoring and motorsport podcast all right it's nick chamber here with talking power episode we're reviewing day two of the western nationals and race wars simon how are you going
0: good mate it's uh, simon gonzo travaglini reporting live from marco's backyard
1: well make sure you say hello to marco and michelina for us
0: how's things going i will and jim and and Jim, I and I don't know. Jim's that is he the president of West Perth Football Club now, or is he the if he's vice president
1: again? President, yet? but he's, he's up there in the hierarchy. That's for sure. He's
0: up there. I'll have to ask him later to get some free tickets for the game. We,
1: ser- we <laughs> certainly we certainly need him there.
0: What a hell of a day, Nick! What a hell of a day. We um, we had planned to get to the track by lunchtime, mm. um, and then there was a last minute decision by Brenton to have a go at fitting the larger air cylinder that we did have in stock. So I came into work, read in on my bike, uh, got the cylinder clocked on the lathe, drilled, couldn't tap it because all the bloody taps are at the track.
1: Oh, right, <laughs> Couldn't okay.
0: actually do much because everything was at the track because I, I learned from the last meeting that you need to get the whole workshop, pack it in the truck and bring it to the track. Anyway, nonetheless, um, we got there. There wasn't enough time to rig it up. So the big fella said to me, listen... Just drive it like you did last night. I think I think we've got this timing curve sussed. Went yeah. out, went a seven zero. I think it was a seven zero eight, maybe six, somewhere I around thought.
1: there. Seven zero six.
0: Seven zero six. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I did. I did message you the time card.
1: Yeah, I'm going to dig it up um, right now as you're talking.
0: I I knew from inside the car that I didn't get on and throttle early enough compared to last night me, it felt like I didn't but we'd hotted up the tune-up a little bit more and um, I believe it was a 70 something anyway, nonetheless, at 218, I think, mile an hour. So uh, I got out of the car and I said to the crew, listen, I'm sorry but I didn't, I just didn't get wide open enough because, uh, look, I'll be honest with you Nick, trying to do something that you really need a machine or a computer to do, to control that throttle and to, to mimic it and do it exactly the same way every run considering the fact that i have done now at that point in time that was my third full pass in that car since you know five years ago and even five years ago if you look back at the logs i've done less than 20 laps in that car yeah so it was a bit of an ask i had a crack i knew i stuffed up i short shifted it gave us a seven-zero, right? So we didn't top qualify, we ended up qualifying second in top sportsman, which I'll tell you what, on a 315 radial, on a track that was prepared, and it was a good track, Nick, I'm not knocking the track, Ray and the whole crew there at the Motorplex did a fantastic job, that track was awesome, to run the 60 foot that we did with that much power and with without the ability to do boost control like you would with a turbo car or stays in nitrous as you would with a nitrous car, you know, I think that we did pretty good. We carried the wheels a long way out, so we're starting to get a handle on the suspension and the tune-up. Yeah. Uh, went one two to 60, which is not, you know, not fantastic, but we could see from the data where we needed to be. And the thing is, Nick, we always talk with the big tyres, we always talk about pinion speed, right? You'll hear the guys talking about, oh, it's got to be this at this time, blah, 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 right? With a slick, you're trying to spin it. I know we've discussed this many a time uh, on, on the podcast, You're trying to spin the slick, which doesn't sound right. If you're a novice at this, it probably doesn't sound right, but that's what you're trying to do. With the radio, you're dead hooking it. So I had an idea in my head of what the pinion speed curve needed to look like. Now we know what it needs to look like, right? So Anyway, so 7-0, pretty happy with that. Got the car ready for the first round. Didn't know what to dial in at, because obviously we expected that, that the car would go faster. I don't run a delay box in the car because... You know, it's not, I don't normally use it as a bracket car. The car was originally built as a door slammer, so uh, never even considered putting a delay box in it, and I've never really practised for that style of racing anyway. So um, went out there, dialled in at a 691, had uh, one of the Eastern States uh, crew, Vlad, Vlad, uh, I forget his second name, S14, seven-second car, nice car, beautiful car, great guys, great guys.
1: And I'll, I'll, pronounce, um, I'll pronounce his name for you. It was Vlado Turek. I'm
0: there you sure go. That's the one. Turek family that. racing, yep. I believe. Yep. Yeah. So uh, went out there. They had basically a second uh, on us on the dialing. So had a crack at the tree. Went red. There was no green in that tree at all. <laughs> it was yep. just, it was like a point one something red. It was red as can be. Uh, The car got out really well, okay? So, we were four-tenths ahead at the point where it started to turn the tyres. Now, during this whole radial experience, Nick, I've spoken to a lot of people, a lot of gurus in the radial fraternity, both here and uh, in the US, Mm. and I've I've read on a couple of forums about tyre shake with radials, right but the whole concept of a, of a radial as opposed to a slick is that you don't need to make the wheel speed because they don't shake you can dead hook them you can't dead hook a, a slick because they shake well let me tell you bucko <laughs> radials shake let me tell you right now the fillings i'm going for warranty at my dentist on tuesday <laughs> no ifs no buts. they shake just like the big tires not quite as violent obviously because they're smaller yeah. But they do shake. So I felt the car uh, go into shake, gave it a stab, ran another 7.0, much less mile an hour to back up the seven o previously. If you look at the incrementals, the car was on a 6.60 run. But the great thing about it is we know now 100% what the pinion speed curve has to be. So yeah. Brenton and I were discussing this uh Once again, while I was at Marco's for the barbecue, because I had to leave the track to be at the barbecue for six o'clock. I promised Marco that I was going to be there. And they'd come down yesterday and supported us and watched us run the 7.30 and shoot us on and so on and so forth. So uh, we had discussed this earlier. And I said, once we've got a rough idea where the pinion speed curve is, we can put the arc module back on the power grid and run it. Brenton's made the captain's call tonight, and he said, you know what, guns? we don't need traction control. Traction Ooh. control is for amateurs. <laughs> so, Good on you, Brenton. So hopefully we'll be running at, at the, uh, um, the 23rd, I believe that the, the yep. meeting is, the 23rd yep. meeting. Now, Now, Nick, I've got something to say, and this is a bit controversial, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably going to edit it out, but, you know, I'm used to that. And, and the listeners always—I got to tell you, Nick—the listeners always contact me on Facebook and say, "What well, was the bit that Nick edited out?" <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. You might—you might leave it in. There's, there's a few things going on. Uh, you may or may not know mm. that this Friday, the track's been booked. Yep. Uh, the Gallottos. When I left the track, they'd gone six sixty yep. in the uh, Pontiac GDO with with uh, so Sam's car with Lorenzo's motor. And they sent Geordie, their other brother, so you got Sam, Lorenzo and Geordie, they sent Geordie to SCM to pass on a message to Sandro to tell me that um, they're going to put radios on the GDO. They went 660 and I suspect that had, you know, I, I don't know what the results are, I'm sure that, you know, I'll find out in the next few days, but um, I suspect that they could have potentially gone quicker than that later on, okay? Yeah. So, 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 Geordie's message to Sandro was that they're going to put radios on their car and they're going to kick my ass. Now, I believe that that, uh, uh, that crew has got the track booked for Friday, so we may only have the radial record till Friday. <laughs> there is a good chance that after Friday, I will no longer be number one on the list. But I, I like this, Nick. I really like this. Brenton likes it. The whole crew, the whole cast of thousands love the idea that there's a bit of a battle going on, and particularly the fact that it's a supercharged Hemi up against a turbocharged LS. You know, that's what really makes it... A bit of a David and Goliath story here. The only thing is that that David's got a really big checkbook and Goliath hasn't got any money at all, (laughs) really. He's just basically breaking a piggy bank. Anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless, so we will get to find out uh, at the next radio meeting because I'm confident now, and so is Brenton, that we will will see a 660 out of this car. Yeah. Also, I'd just like to say, I'm not 100% sure, and I'm sure the fans out there can verify or disprove this, but I believe that those runs were the first four-second radial passes in Western Australia. Yeah, okay. There you go. Let me have a look. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm fairly confident that that is... That is the case. First into the fours, so I might not be the first into the sixes because I'm sure that uh, the the uh, uh, DS team yeah. has got the horsepower and the car. Obviously, beautiful car, ex Pro stock car. Yeah. Uh, you know, compared to my bunky old Barra, <laughs> she yeah. she's a bit roughy old steel body Falcon, <laughs> bit of a big car. Probably fit the GDI and the glove box of the Falcon, but but anyway, nonetheless. I'm sure that they got the car and they definitely have the horsepower to be able to do it. So uh, it's just, you know, that pinion speed curve is what it's all about. And it's taken us a while to get on top of it. But, um, you know, obviously this is our first crack with radials. Yep. But, look, overall, uh, big shout-out to the whole crew. Yeah. Um, they work flawlessly. We made so many changes to that car in such a short space of time. We were taking stuff on, putting it back on. It just you know, unbelievable what we we went through, and um, to to get so close to running that six two seven O's, one with a big pedal, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty stoked with where we're at. I got to admit, I thought that it was going to be a lot easier than this. Mm. Um, but you know what, Nick? That's the thing that makes drag races keep coming back to the track.
1: That's right. If
0: it happened the first time around, you just go, well, that was boring you know what i mean but when it's a challenge when it fights you like this it gives you something to strive for yeah you know and um to all the fans that came down and saw us and checked out the car and were cheering us on in, in the in the stands you know big big shout out big thank you um we do this stuff uh for you guys And uh, it was just, you know, it was a great day today. It was an absolutely awesome day. It would have been fantastic to get through first round, but at the end of the day, even if I did get through first round, I'd have to leave early because I promised Mark I'd be there for the barbecue. Yeah, okay.
1: No, no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And look, I, I won't edit this out. I don't know why you think I'd edit it out because I mean, if that's if that's the message that's been sent to Sandro, I, I love Lorenzo and Sam. Those guys are great. What they do, and I think it's hats off to them. If the if the if the challenge is out there, I, I think well, I'm not interested in. You know them going fast, or you going fast, or this guy or that guy. I'm interested in the sport flourishing, and especially the radial class flourishing. If that's what we, if that's what we get out of this, hey, that's great. I think everyone wins. you, well, know, what
0: I mean? you know, you know what, mate, I, I feel exactly the same way, and um, I'm stoked that there's going to be another hard hitter yeah. coming up to the, to the to the plate to have a crack. Mm. Because you know, this is the thing. Like we we have both been. Uh, criticised for our critique regarding the the, uh, the radial racing. But the reality is when you've got the Americans running 360s consistently at these events, mm. right, and when you come from not a country but a state that has led the way in door slammer racing, you would like to think that we'd be able to, you know, take on the Yanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've got Americans over there that are deep into the threes. Now, track prep has got a lot to do with it, but you know what? A bad tradesman blames his tools, Yeah. right? So you've got to make the best out of the track that you've got. Mm. Now, like I said, I I felt that that car, and and it's not just, you know, now, now that I'm back in the groove, it's not just that. It's looking at the data as well. I felt that that was a 660 run. The data... Backs it up because if you look at where we were, opinion speed wise on the run, we were definitely at least four tenths ahead of, of where we were, and we've still got more in the bag because we're not leaning on the engine. The EGTs are low, you know. It's basically got a, a, a fairly lazy tune in it because we're not at that level yet. We've got to get the car to go A to B, and then we can we can take it the next step. And remember, you're relying on me replicating what my right foot did on the run before. So hopefully, for the next meeting, we'll have all the bugs ironed out and we'll be able to use a more scientific method to get the car to go down the track. Um, The guys that are running the EFI turbo stuff, they've got that that at their disposal to begin with. Mm -hmm. They can put a boost ramp in. They can do all that. You can't do that with a supercharger. You can't change the ratio that the supercharger uh, turns. You can't change the pulleys as the is going down the track. Yeah. Right? All you can do is control the throttle opening, and we've been unsuccessful at doing that any other way than me doing it with my right foot, <laughs> and my right foot ain't that good. <laughs> Simple as that. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm also looking forward to some of the other door slammer guys mixing it up, and there's a couple of guys that watched us and were kind of going you know what, this is pretty cool, because these cars... Are, are, yeah, well, you know, they're a bit unpredictable. You know, when you've got a big tyre on the car and it goes A to B, it's not really that big a deal when you're driving it. But when the thing's trying to kill you, you know, it sort of gets your attention. So yep. so I'm I'm hoping that we're going to maybe attract some of the comp races that are, that are currently running in uh, gas or altered production classes, maybe some more of the door slammer classes. And, you know, maybe if we get if we get enough attention, maybe we'll get some over-east racers to come over here and race. At at, at the, this point in time, we're in the, the high fours heading for the mid-fours, mm. which is about what they're running in Pro radio now. 460 I think is the, the general sort of deal, and I can understand why, because if you're running on a track that's primarily designed to run a slick, then that's probably about all you're going to run. Yeah. you know, You might run a bit quicker than that, but you're not going to dip into the the threes, unless you've got an abundance of horsepower or you've got a track that's prepared specifically for the radial car. But now that we've got the thing transferring, now that we've got a handle on it, uh, I'm feeling quietly confident about where we can end up. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, no, you've done very well, Simon. You've done very well, and the crew have done very well. Really proud of you guys,
0: and I've been thinking
1: about you guys all day today as well. So,
0: Mate, there's, there's no... There's no me in team. Oh, right, hang on a minute. Yeah. Uh, no, there's no I in team. There's no I in team. It's- so, no, don't tell me wrong. about race wars Nick Tell me about race
1: wars Look just quickly I mean At, at this stage there was a um, There's a gentleman who's not in a very good way And I don't know his status as we speak So I'm not going to comment on that Too much um, There was an incident today which caused the um, This gentleman To be taken to Albany Hospital uh, He's since been airlifted To Royal Perth and That's all I know about that uh, That incident uh, caused the event to be post oh, sorry cancelled uh, f- and the racing was over um, so that is um, you know I'm as you know I'm a Catholic so my prayers are certainly with this gentleman and his family at this stage and I urge anyone there of any sort of faith and belief to, to pray for this gentleman um, the one thing the, the, a couple of really hard hitters this morning, uh, Jose came out this morning in the blue Supra, and this is no word of a lie, the first run of the day, he went well over 330 kilometers an hour, first run of the day, off the bat, straight as a die, really did really well Jose, he came back for a second, at it. Uh, unfortunately had some issues in the break-in area and went um, and had an and, and had an accident himself he is fine he's in he was taken to hospital as a precautionary measure he wasn't at the rewards at, at the um, awards ceremony tonight but his son was there it was really great to be honest with you his son was there to collect his trophy tonight and it was really heartwarming moment um, to see the crew of race was presenting the trophy to his son and he's uh, doing well jose um, just to cover off on race wars as well, just to finish off there as well, the wheel or car, amazing performance, 351 kilometers an hour, straight as a die than Nissan, uh, Nissan GDR. Um, They're over from South Australia and actually took home the the trophy. So, hats off to those guys. Um, Unfortunately, Eddie did a couple of runs today, just could not get that horsepower down to the track um, and just wasn't to be for young Ed, um, but I'm sure he'll be back next year bigger and better.
0: So, what was Ed's final time?
1: Uh, I don't think he got uh, – yeah. uh, 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 he wasn't able to get the car down the track at all. The first run, he aborted and pulled off uh, on a return road early. And the second run, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know. But it was, wasn't was – he got out of it under 300 k's an hour, 290, I think it was. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't – So but, but
0: yesterday, he went over 300, 321, I believe. He went 323
1: yesterday, 800. 800
0: metres. 3.23 in the 800. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what, Nick? Um, it just wasn't meant to be this year. Congratulations to the Willow team. Yeah. 350, yeah. that is a stout number. Yep. And you still got the hill climb tomorrow.
1: Yeah, the hill climb's still going ahead tomorrow. Looking forward to that. We'll be heading out there in the morning and catching up with the guys at the hill climb. So looking forward to that.
0: All right, well, listen, Nick, I just want you to... Enjoy these few days with the talking power BA Falcon at number one spot in the radial <laughs> oh, WA list. Really, I am going to enjoy that.
1: <laughs> I will enjoy that, Simon. And hats off to you guys. I, I think you've done really well. And now I am actually really looking forward to the 23rd. I cannot wait. 23rd of March, 2019, Kwinana Motorplex and be there. I cannot, we cannot pump it up enough.
0: Look, I, I, I um, uh, caught up with Jeff briefly. Yep. And, um, you know, he was just stoked to see another radial car out there, a hard hitting radial car. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that we can possibly get Jeff, uh, you know, Jeff and Corey mm. on, on the show at some point in time, uh, to give some interviews. You know, obviously both, uh, Jeff Johnson and Corey Marriott have worked very hard to grow the, the radial, uh, uh series in Western Australia. Yep. And, uh, it would be great to get an interview with both of them and, uh, you know, see what future plans they have. Obviously, Jeff's got some hard-hitting cars coming out of the workshop, mm. and uh, we just have to just have to wait and see if we can get them on here.
1: No, well, I'm look, I'll, I'll reach out to those guys as well. So we've got three weeks in the lead-up to this to this event, and um, I know the three weeks will go like like that, really quick. So um, yeah, we need to make the most of this and really uh, pump it up as well. So no, uh, you get down there if you can, 23rd of March.
0: Oh, and don't forget, it's going to be the Nitro Alters. So if you want to see the wildest, craziest MOFO cars on the planet, short wheelbase, nitro-powered, crazy vehicles, get down to the motorplex because the, the, the circus of nitro is going to be on.
1: It will be. It will be. Looking forward to that as well. Looking forward to it. All right, Simon, I'll let you get back to the barbecue, and I am going to edit this podcast and hit the sack. I am knackered.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, mate, you have a great day tomorrow. I will. And to all our listeners, I'll see you at the track. No worries. All right, thanks, Simon. Take care. Talk and power, stresses, all characters and events on this podcast, even those based on real people, are entirely fictional. All celebrity voices are impersonated poorly. We do not encourage street racing or the use of turbochargers.